shouted as he reached for his glass and raised it, a baby on the way. Congratulations were offered at once, and a toast was drunk to the Marquis's first progeny. Nick may be out of it, Jack said, as the bottle was passed and glasses refilled, but what about the rest of you? He looked first at the man beside him. Stuart, after all, was just back from the wilds. He was sure to be up for a bit of carousing. But like Nick, Stuart also shook his head in refusal. My wife and I have reconciled. Surprise silence greeted this bit of news, for Stuart and Edie had been estranged for years, almost since their wedding day. In the end, it was left to Jack to ask the obvious question. And are you happy about it? I am, actually, yes. And I'm happy to be home. Well, all right then. It was Jack's turn to raise his glass. Here's to the hunter, home from the hill. That toast once again emptied the glasses, and as the bottle went round to refill them, Jack tried again. Still, what are the rest of us supposed to do? Happily married fellows are such tedious company. He glanced at James and Dennis. Don't tell me either of you have become ensnared. Not I, Dennis replied at once. Still quite the carefree bachelor. As am I, James added. Jack was glad that at least some of his friends could still be counted upon. Well, that relieves my mind. Later, we shall leave these two, he paused, gesturing to Stuart and Nicholas, and go off for a bit of fun, shall we? You three can invade the brothels, taverns, and gaming clubs of London all you please some other time, but not tonight, Stuart said, putting an end to any notions of revelry. I didn't bring all of you here so you can carouse about town. Besides, London in August is deadly dull, so you shan't be missing much. So why are we here? Jack turned to the man beside him. Other than to see your scars, hear all about the mauling, and be suitably impressed by how you fought off the lions? Stuart shook his head. I don't want to talk about that. Stuff, Jack said in disbelief. It's the perfect chance to brag, and you don't want to talk about it? Why not? Leaning sideways, he took a peek under the table. Lions didn't eat anything important, did they? Jones is dead. Stuart's words banished any further teasing, and Jack straightened in his chair aghast. Your valet is dead? What happened? Was that the lions, too? Yes. Hell. Jack gave a sigh and raked a hand through his hair. And here I am being flippant about it. Sorry, Stuart. Murmurs of sympathy were expressed all around, but the Duke cut them off. Let's talk of something else, shall we? Gentlemen, as wonderful as it is to see all of you, a reunion isn't why I've asked you here. I have something to discuss with you, and I want to do it before the bottle goes around again, for it's quite a serious business. Stuart reached into a leather case beside his chair and pulled out a sheaf of papers, which he dropped in the center of the table. With his next words, any frivolous notions Jack might have had to enliven London in August went to the wall. I want to ruin a man.
Stuart said, his gaze going around the table, lighting last upon Jack. I want to humiliate him and destroy him, thoroughly, completely, and without mercy. Stunned silence followed this uncompromising pronouncement, for Stuart was in no way a vengeful sort of man. But Jack knew he would never ask them to engineer a man's destruction unless it was both necessary and just, and he gave his answer without hesitation. Lord, he drawled, tilting his chair back on two legs to give the man standing beside him an impudent grin, this sounds just my sort of lark. Dennis gave a cough. It goes without saying that the man in question deserves it, but can you tell us why? The gist, yes, Stuart replied, but not the details, and I assure you.